Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raisin Grace Studios. I want to give a big shout out to Nobles Networking, Williams Tire, Par Hopper, our official golf apparel sponsor. Thank you, uh, Jay Piper, for all that you do, uh, graphic design and everything else for us. Uh, also, Red Circle, our management company, uh, all the corporate sponsors, the big boys that you got associated with the show. Thank y'all. I don't know how they haven't like dropped all my contracts yet from the shit I say, but thank y'all. Uh, apparently, they don't care what you say as long as you get a lot of downloads. Uh, <laughs> five years ago, five years ago, first thing that I ever got to do as far as people knowing who Bearded Bastard was, I got the privilege of doing a show with this guy that I'm about to introduce y'all to, and I don't really need to introduce him. Y'all know who the hell he is already, but it's just tickled me how much me and him have grown in the past five years. And I was a fan before. I'm a fan now. Everybody give a big hell yeah, Mr. Catfish Cooley. What the hell are y'all doing, fuckers? Good to be on here, brother. Thank you for having me. Man, I'm. this is one of those, like, uh, surreal moments for me. I mean, we've met before, but it's like coming full circle. Like, oh, hell yeah, brother. Thank, thanks to realize, like, I used to uh, – this is the shit we used to do. And, oh, now, yeah. and now it's like, oh, man, we're getting to do our own shit and doing it the way we want to. And I'm just happy as hell for you, man. You just I'm get, proud you of you, too, up. brother. And I know exactly what you're talking about. You see so many people just kind of have a little bit of, you know, rise and you think that they're going to be around and then something happens and they just fall off. So damn yeah. proud to see you here. Damn proud to see your podcast doing good, brother. Thank you, man. Well, I think with people like me and you, we're not one trick ponies. There's a Most whole definitely. lot of there's a whole lot of people on social media. They can do one thing real well. But Most definitely. When, when that fizzles out, they don't know the next thing to go to. Me and well, you have adapted. Wonder, oh yeah. The wonderful thing about us is, is I know myself for sure. I'm pretty good at a whole lot of shit, but I'm not great at anything. I don't know. You, and I'm okay with that, you know? You're great at making people laugh, but you found a hey, hundred thousand different ways to make people laugh, you know? Most definitely, brother. And that's, you know, social media is a, is a constantly changing machine, man. And if you don't learn how to play the game and, you know, adapt with it, you'll fall out for sure. So you're constantly having to watch, you know, the videos, how they're filmed, how they, you know, like now, Whenever you do like Facebook videos, used to, I could just do like a big, long intro and people would play into it. Now, like you got to, as soon as you start a video, you got to have shit fucking popping, man, right off the bat. Or people lose interest and they'll that forget about you, you know. That attention span goes out the window. Oh, really yeah, for quick sure. Life. And I'm the same way, you know. It's not just them, it's me too, you know. Yeah. No, well, dude, you've, uh, like I said, you've done... You've done so much shit. Like I've seen you on, you were on Tosh, right? And 2017, brother. Let me tell you, that guy to me is one of the funniest uh, people. I love his sense of humor. And when I got to see somebody that I had met before and been around on his show, tickled yeah. the shit out of me, man. Oh, dude. And I loved getting to meet him. He was, he was exactly how you would want him to be. Really? I've, uh, Oh, yeah. You know, you're always scared to meet somebody that you're, you know, really into. Yeah. But, man, he was he was the coolest fucking guy. He was down to earth. He was awesome. And uh, whenever me and the wife got there, he told me right off the bat, he was like, look, man, he was like, I got to roast you. That's what this show is. He's like, but I'm going to take it easy on you. 
He said, because one day you're going to be somebody. He's like, keep doing what you're doing. He's like, I know you're going to do it. I was like, man, that was cool. And it gave me fucking more confidence than he ever could have imagined he did. Well, you know, I'd like to link up with him one day and, you know, repay him the thanks for that, you know. Well, I'll tell you uh, something that you just said. I have to tell people, and I didn't tell you before you got on the show, but it's because you're a professional. You, you know how this shit goes. Oh, yeah. Is that roasting aspect or being able to have banner back and forth, talk shit to yes, each other sir. back and forth, it is so important. And you have to be able to do it with people who do not get butt hurt, who realize mm-hmm. that it's part of entertaining people. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't care what the fuck you say about me because – I'm cool with it. Like, but I also know that if you say something talking shit to me, it's coming from a very good place, a true. positive place. It's not two people picking on one another. It's oh, two people, true. it's two boys hanging out just talking trash. Oh, yeah. That's what whenever people meet me, you know, in real life, they're like, holy fuck, you know, you're not just this wild, crazy guy drinking whiskey and eating hot peppers and shit all the time. I'm like, nah, you know, like I am that guy 110%, but you can't be turned up. 10 all the fucking time. Man. Thank you. You can't. There's people. I've like uh, you're way nicer of a guy than I am. I come off like an <laughs> asshole a lot. And I'm fine with coming off like an asshole because hey, you, you I gotta put, own it, baby. I put too like when I'm doing my job, I put everything that I have into it all the time. And I know that you've had to be more, around this. more more so than other people know. Yeah, like you, you're always working. Like it does oh, not yeah. matter what time of day, bed or just getting up. You're working in your head trying to figure out the next thing to improve to get better. Oh yeah. And when I turn that off and that dial ain't turned up to ten, and like you come up and expecting me to just be the funniest guy. Now I'll have a conversation. I'll shake your hand. I'll be. Oh yeah. I'll be your buddy. But I cannot. Like there's been times that people have walked away and like he's not that funny. He's kind of an oh, asshole. Yeah. And it's like I no, love. I love when people like there'll be a crowd of people taking pictures with me on Walmart or the gas station or wherever. And there's always that one guy and he's like, you know, who is this? And you're like, uh, he's a comedian. They, it never fails. They always say, well, tell me a joke, you know? And I have one go-to joke. I always do. And I'm going to see if you know it. What happened to the man that couldn't come? Tell everybody. They had to go get that motherfucker. <laughs> it's the corniest joke I've ever heard. So that's always my go-to. See, it tickles me, you know, being an entertainer or comedian. Yeah. You know, if you met somebody that was a roofer, you wouldn't be like, hey, go change them fucking shingles on that house. So I can see if you're worth the fuck or not, yeah. you know? See, with me, I've got kind of the same thing, but it's a little darker than yours. <laughs> but... <laughs> So, like, a huge part of my fan base is African-Americans, and I love them. I always say all the time how I'm invited to the barbecue. I wear Jordans. I I dress the way I want to. I wear a lot of throwback jerseys and shit. And they look good. They eat eat me up, though, because they're like, that that honky son of a bitch. Like, but he, you know, he's part of it. Yeah, that motherfucker's dressed up looking good, son. Well, I live, like, I grew up playing football, and – some of my best friends in this world and some of the best lessons I've learned had come from people that was not Caucasian skin color. So oh, like, yeah. so like I just, I relate to them, but it's always, it's always black folk. When I go to like the bars or whatever, they'll come up and they'll same thing. See me talking to some people like, who the fuck are you? And I, and oh, I'll, t- yeah. and I'll tell them this. I was like, Hey, look, I can, cause I go to a lot of rap bars and I'm like, Hey, yeah. you know, you know what, dude, I'm one eighth African American. 
I can say what I can say. I can say whatever I want to, and they're like, Hell "Well, yes. they, they automatically think you're talking about your undercarriage." And I'm like, "No," oh, nah. and I'm shit. like, "I'm like, no, nah, bro, my my credit score." And as soon as I say oh, it to them, damn it, as brother. soon as I say them, that laugh that black folks do that you know that they are having the time of their life. I've never had anybody, never had anybody took it the wrong way. Never. Oh no, and and, and they love it. But that's what well, I always, it, always yeah, do. It. You, you feed off of positive energy. You yeah. can say you're an asshole or whatever, but you're just a fucking ball of positivity, and people see yeah. that, brother. Yeah, there's only a few people that I've met off of social media, and I'm not going to say any of their names, that they they put one thing out into the world on social media, but then you get around them, and they're fucking miserable. They're oh, just yeah. mad at life. They're miserable. And yeah, I, for and sure. I, I just – I don't want to be that guy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've – I felt like, in a way, I was getting to be that guy in my own sense with drinking. And, uh, dude, I drank hard for 15 fucking years. I started drinking, like, real drinking when I was 15 years old. And I drank plumb up till actually, the 14th of this month, made one year I've been sober. Congratulations. But, dude, you, you feel like you have to do – thank you, brother. But you feel like you have to do what people think that you have to do. Yep. And you forget that it's okay to be a real motherfucker and live life the way you want to, you know? Well, I learned, like, right before I went into radio that what you just said is just so important. Is oh, I was yeah. – I, I, I still drink, but I was, like, overdoing it because I thought when I would go somewhere, that's what people wanted to see me. They wanted to see me take 15 damn oh, Jaeger yeah. bombs. And, you know and, how many fucking beers I've chugged in Walmart yeah. with random people? Yeah, like it's you know? crazy. But I, I figured yeah. out I figured out something. And it was people started following me for being an individual. And the second mm -hmm. I started taking their opinion too much, like yeah, into yeah. what I was doing, then I was being who they wanted me to be. And that wasn't oh, the person definitely. they started following me for. So I oh, had to yeah. I had to like retrain myself. A I little feel bit. you on that, man. I've got where you know, I'll get on social media, I'll respond back, I'll post my stuff, I'll, you know, look at some comments and but as far as just watching for hours and hours, like I felt like I used to have to do to stay relevant, stay all this shit, I quit. And whenever you quit watching what everybody else is doing, you remember how you got into this shit, why you got into this shit, your own individuality, and you get to become you again. And this last three months of my life has been nothing but that, brother. Man, I, I feel like I'm finally on track to where I need to be at. Well, I'm proud of you, dude. Um, I, I know one thing that Joe Rogan is like goat to me. Joe Rogan is like, I bought microphones that he used. I bought swing arms. That he used. I, everything that Joe put out there. Joe Rogan, if you'll, if you'll let us come on your podcast, I'm pretty sure you got two blowjobs waiting for you, brother. I, I say all the time, I don't do coke, but I will snort a line off his dick if he lets me. You damn right, I, I will hit a bump I've never all day. Done it. I've, I've never done it neither, but I'll do an eight ball off Joe Rogan's nutsack right now. It's just my thing with him is he's got the ability to be funny. He's got the ability to be intelligent, sincere. That's yeah. what I go through with like You know what shows. I respect about him the very most is the greatest quality I possess now, and I didn't always used to be this way. But whenever I went through my first divorce, my Uncle James gave me the best piece of advice he ever gave me. He asked me, I was uh, stuck living in Southeast Texas in a camper. I'd lost my house. I was originally from Louisiana. And he asked me, he said, when are you moving back home? And I was like, as soon as I get enough money. And he was like, why? 
And I'm like, that's where I'm from. He was like, Pitkin, Louisiana is a good place to be from, son. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's a good place to be from. He's like, stay in Texas, start over. He said, take everything your mom and dad taught you. Take everything you think you know about politics. Take everything you think you know about religion. He said, wad it up in a ball. Wipe your fucking ass with it. Throw it in the trash. Study the shit yourself. Figure out who the fuck you are and come up with your own opinions in life. Absolutely. And do. That is whenever Catfish Cooley was created, and it has opened up so many fucking doors for me, man. I, I'm the same way, man. I I had to go. I grew up South Baptist or Southern Baptist, and there's a whole lot of things that I didn't agree with. And yeah. but but I thought like oh I can't go against the grain with this or oh, even yeah. like political. I'm a I'm a conservative, but I've got a lot of liberal tendencies. There's uh, a lot. I, there's oh, a yeah. lot of things that I, I I'm all about people just being happy. I want people to, oh, yeah. to just be happy. As long as your Most happiness doesn't ruin my life, then I don't give a fuck. Do, do you know how many, do. you know, you, we say that and you and I truly mean it. You know how many people get fucking mad just because they see somebody else is happy. Yeah. Like it's mind blowing. Like they're pissed off at you because you can do what you want to do and live outside of the fucking bubble of the realm of the, you know, normal life, you know? Well, normality. Me and you don't live in normality to what everybody else thinks is normal. I got, this, I this is people, normal for us. We have people in our own families. I know you do too, that legit get fucking mad that we don't got to wake up and go to a plant every morning. Bro. Wake up and go out to the logging woods every morning. I'm like, motherfucker, I did that almost 10 goddamn years. I stayed with the same company. My, my granddaddy and my uncle are two of my favorite people alive. My granddaddy is my hero, all the stuff he's done. But he does not to this day understand what I do why I do it, how I'm getting a paycheck. He don't get it. Like there's No, been, no. There's been times he's like, hey, why don't you come down here and work for the county with me? No. Well, I, I don't – no, I don't have to. They, they can't fathom what the fuck we're doing. No. It's like a real career path, you know? I mean – And I, I think if more people would open up, you know, their minds that you don't have to graduate school and – you know, go straight to college, or and I'm not saying don't do that. Oh yeah, any means, but you don't have to do the normal shit. You know, well the the people that are doing the normal shit though is what you see now that are just we wasn't we were not created by God, or if you don't believe in God, the universe. We were not created to work a nine to five job and just pay bills. That is not what life is about. It is about finding happiness. It's about making Dude, other I people agree. happy. It's about and it's about it's about accomplishing tiny goals constantly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I don't give a fuck if I have to go sit down with my five-year-old daughter and color a coloring page out of a coloring book every day. There, I have to accomplish one thing every day in order to feel like I'm progressing. Yeah. You know, well, and you don't ever want. You don't ever want to fall back into the rut you were before what you are now. That is never the, get comfortable. That, never that is get the scariest thing to me. I don't know about you. The scariest thing to me in the past five years and why I have pushed myself so hard is because I don't want to go back to working drywall. I don't want oh, to go yeah. back to working for my daddy. Hey, so I it, did a bunch of sheetrock too. My dad did sheetrock. No shit. Yeah, that's how see? fucking cool, brother. Yeah, awesome. my dad. Yeah, I don't want to go back. If you've done it, then you know how fucking shitty 
Now, the people yes, that sir. do it, the people that do it, and you build these beautiful homes, you are oh, a hardworking you. son of a bitch, and yeah, you I'm probably right. don't get the the credit you deserve. But hanging sheetrock is a bitch. It's a motherfucker, son. It's Ooh. goddamn hard work in it now. Uh, you, the worst part about it is sanding. Oh yeah, and the stomping and dragging. I don't want no part of it, man. Mm. Uh, um, I'll tell you one thing about, and I knew that like me and you were gonna to have a good conversation here, but I told you on the phone. But I want everybody else to know it. You are one of the few people that every time your name is brought up and anybody that we have a mutual friend with, I've done a show with, no one has ever said a bad word about nobody has done well, nothing I but compliment that, you brother. to the fucking moon and back, dude. I appreciate that. And I think it goes both ways. I hate drama more than anybody could ever imagine in this world. I do not put up with it anyway. And I don't try to do anything to get myself involved in it you know well you shouldn't i mean but you've never like the stuff that you post there's not really a whole lot of controversial i like the fact you and ginger billy that's yeah. my fucking guy like i that's like my that. boy I, now. I like that he raved about you he, that he, is my brother from raved. another mother i'm gonna do my damnedest i'm telling you up front so i if you talk about it you put it out in, in the world and maybe it, it happens right September the 10th is my birthday. I want to yeah, have yes. you two on for Zoom call or I'll pay for you flights, whatever, out here to the studio. Like I guarantee that, you would, that's what he I would want. be down as well. That's what I want. Three gingers talking the most shit. Hell for, yeah. That's, that, that's what I want. That's what I want uh, the one-year anniversary of the cool show to shit. be. That that's would be badass. And, dude, he's the fact about ginger he's such a sweet guy he's a humble guy he's fucking smart he's comical but he's one of the most considerate caring motherfuckers on oh, the face dude. of this earth and what a lot of people don't realize about him is he's fucking smart yeah you yeah, know you, you can tell it's oh yeah with people like us you have to i don't want to say downplay your intelligence but your intelligence shines through if you know what you're looking for. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we, I can go look at your videos or I can look at Billy's videos, and I'm like, I know exactly how he did this. I know oh, exactly yeah. why he did this. He is so damn smart. He knows oh, what yeah. he's doing. And, like, people just don't realize that. Like, once you do this long enough, you know what, what you say or do. You know how people's going to react before it's ever even posted, you know? Yeah. That, the only thing that – uh. I don't get is like the TikTok algorithms and stuff and the way that some things blow up and some things don't. And I don't get it. I don't understand I, it. I have a TikTok. I think I got five or six videos on there and everybody keeps hammering me. They're like, dude, you got to do TikTok. You got to do TikTok. I'm like, motherfucker. I feel like I'm still figuring Facebook out alone. Yeah. You know, I will. I will tell you this. That is where the money's at. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that that's the only thing is like, People, but you know what it's like when that Facebook blew up. Uh, that's when folks with the longer videos blew up, and then True. Snapchat came around. Snapchat was the thing then, yeah. and, pe and people that did certain things on Snapchat blew up. Well, same thing with TikTok. It said, "Oh yeah, I'm not doing those stupid fucking dances." Like, I, I, <laughs> hey, I, if I, I show up anybody. for your birthday, we'll all three have to do one together, fucker. Well, good God, that'll be the worst, whitest shit ever. <laughs> Uh, good god but you know what we three of us do a parody of magic mike oh dude oh man there's, oh yeah there's not a woman in this world that's not gonna be turned off oh god yeah turned off huh 
Yeah, the only oh way they get wet is if you throw water on them. No God. shit. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I don't know, Jen. Ginger's going to be there. He can, he can pull us through it. He, look, he's just built. He's sexy I, I, as fuck. I fucking hate him. Like, no ginger is supposed to fucking look like that. Oh, and dude, what what's even worse, you'll talk to him like, hey, I'm headed to the gym. He'd be like, man, I've been busy. I ain't got to go to the gym in three months. I'm like, you motherfucker. It's you know? like, where did those traps come from, my guy? Like, they're, Oh, they're, yeah. There's no way he's eating that clean. He's 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 working out. He just ain't gonna tell nobody. He he wants that to be the natural ginger body. He can eat whatever he wants and still look good. He is a beast, man. Dude, how tall is he? I'm five, right at five ten. I don't know. He's probably about five eight, five nine. He's close to my height. All of see, we're all the same size. I'm five. No I'm shit. Five, I'm five nine, five ten. Yeah, I'm right right in between five nine and a half, five ten. I always say five ten because it makes me feel better. Well, I piss women off at the bar all the time because I wear nothing but cowboy boots and blue jeans, my Wranglers when I go out. And yeah. uh I come single man, you know, try to have some fun. But go out, take them cowboy boots off and they get back yeah, to the house right. and they're like, Where the fuck's yeah. some other three inches at? And yeah, I, I went like, home with a fucking hobbit. You know? Yeah, there you go. I'm like, look, if you're complaining about the inches I've already lost when I took my boots off, you're really fixing to be pissed in a few minutes. What you thought that you were ain't no get. joke, my God. Hey, I'd rather giggle them to death than choke them to death, my God. You ain't, dude, I, <laughs> I don't have an option. I've got to Hell giggle them yeah. to death. Hey, we got personalities and we eat pussy better than anybody. So it comes Boy, with its own I'm gift, telling you. It? I'm the Jeffrey Dahmer of crotch eating. I am, yeah. yeah. But, uh, Dude, I I want to like I've got to plan something, whether it's my birthday or, or whatever. I've got to plan something for folks like us to get together. Like, dude, I think it'd be cool. People like, get a kick out of it for sure. Yeah. Now, well, I I don't want like I haven't ever done the stand up comedy. You and Billy kill it. I think like me just emceeing and booking both of y'all to come do stand up. You're getting into music. Billy, oh, yeah, we, we, we could put together something really, really cool. There's like these groups going down. I, I don't know if you see them now, and I've had them on my show, and I think it's yeah. cool what they're doing, but I really don't get it at the same time. It's where like they're going and they're doing stand up, they're dancing, it's all the stuff from TikTok and everything, right? And wow. the, guy, the guys that are doing it, they're selling out bars, wow. Like, the, but I just don't understand it, you know, like the dancing, they're funny. I've had, yeah. like, like I said, I'm not knocking none of y'all because I know y'all listen to this damn show. So they're but, like going to bars and they're doing the dances and stuff like at yeah. the bars. Yeah. And like they're doing well, hey, like good for them, by yeah. God. You know, I'm I telling did. you, we live in a wonderful time and it kills me. People talking about, oh, I, I wish things is like it used to be or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you don't realize we're living at the greatest fucking time of humanity ever. If you wanted to be a professional fork juggler, if you got good at juggling forks, Record that shit. Make a YouTube channel. You'll get fucking paid to juggle farts on the internet, man. I, I agree and disagree with you. I hate how soft people are, and they're not. And They've always people, been that way, brother. They just, I Our, guess now they got more of an outlet for it, though. The only way for the human brain to cope with life and keep fucking moving forward, whenever we do, you know, you look back on life, our brain physically fucking makes us forget the bad times. Yeah. And we remember the good times. So you'll think, and you're like, oh, man, you know, my first wife left me. You know, in my mind, I'm like, what's the matter? We had a perfect marriage, and I, I can't understand where it went wrong and stuff. And then when you sit down and really think, you're like, 
Man, we never fucking got along. Why yeah. did in the first place, you know? Thank God for the kids we had together, but we knew that shit wasn't going to work, you know? <laughs> I know. You're right. You're right. And I, it's I'm just, telling you. It, but with the way everything is now, man, it's where people, like you said, you have, an, you have a way to put what you're passionate out <clears throat> into the world now like never, ever before. Oh, and you yeah. can get notoriety for literally the dumbest shit. Most definitely. And I'll tell you, if, if people would really use the social media for the way it was truly intended, you wouldn't get on there and see shit that you didn't like. It wouldn't piss you off. People are so happy to be pissed off now that they don't even know that they are. They'll scroll right past the feed that they like They'll scroll right past the video that makes them laugh. They'll scroll right past something that moves them and make them happy. And they'll see one comment or one post that pisses them off. They're going to put a mad face on it. They're going to type in it and tell somebody they're a stupid motherfucker. So you do that, you know, as well as I do. All this shit works off an algorithm. Yeah. So instead of them seeing stuff that makes them happy, they're seeing the shit that they're commenting on that pisses them off. So you do that for two or three months. You, you ain't going to be nothing but pissed off all the time, but you're going to be happy about being pissed off. You know you what know? I did? I stopped reading comments, and I stopped oh, posting. Oh, they'll fuck, you, they'll fuck I, you up, won't Yeah, they? I stopped. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's like, first off, me and you both, it ain't, <laughs> we're not the fucking prize pig at the county fair. You know what nah, I'm saying? hell no. We're not fucking first, second, third place. We might not even get a fucking medal. But we're confident in ourselves. So the stuff that we post, we post for us. And we post Hell for yeah. people that like us and want to hear from us. Yes, we, sir. I stopped looking at the good stuff. And I, what you just said, I was reading those two or three bad comments and not the fucking and hundred good ones. Dude, that bothers you bad when you yeah. do that. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know these people. I don't know their issue. I don't know if they're just having a bad day. I yeah. don't know if they've had a bad life. Like, But... It really shouldn't affect me. Like, why? Yeah. I got to, I had to leave that shit alone. I had to, I backed mm -hmm. off of it. You know what I did in the election last year? That's when I backed what? off of it. I quit. Oh, I, I, I bet, quit. Yes. I quit reading stuff in about January around inauguration day because I was like, you know what? This is never, ever, I, I, I just can't handle it no more. Like, I cannot oh, handle yeah. the ignorance and stupidity of people and how they want to bring each other down when we ought to be lifting each other up. Dude, you can go through in them comments when people's talking shit to you. 99% of the time, well, I'll do it a lot. Like, they'll be like, you fucking suck now. Your career is over. Go die, you loser. I'll comment. I'll be like, love you too, fucker. Hope you have a good day. And they'll message, like, personally. And they'll be like, holy fucking shit, dude. I didn't think you was going to reply. You're awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, I they think know so. that that's going to get a reaction yeah. out of them. And I don't want to give it to them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an asshole. Hey. I don't. I don't want to. If you don't have anything nice to say, the only thing that I will look and try to pay attention to the people that help me with social media and everything is I'm big on mental health awareness because I, I, I I've survived a suicide attempt and everything when I was younger. And if anybody ever sends me a message talking about how we've had somebody on the show, um, or or just my story or whatever has helped them, I will do my best to reach out and talk to them. But, oh yeah. But anything else, I kind of I kind of leave it alone for good or bad. Oh hell yeah. And it's cool to be able to do stuff to help people get through that too, you know? Uh like me and you was talking about earlier, we both created our characters out of necessity. We fucking had to do something to pull our own selves through shit. And I know me, whenever I made other people happy in turn, it made myself happy. 
and I'm a very big people person. I'm a people pleaser. I love to, you know, make people feel good. And at the end of the day, if I can make one person watch my video and be like, I'm happy to be my fucking self, you know, that's all I want people to get out of my videos. Be proud to be you and do what you want. And who gives a fuck what anybody else thinks? Yeah, I, I dude, I, I couldn't have said it no fucking better. I mean, that, that's exactly it is catfish coolie came because you were heartbroken bearded bastard came because i was heartbroken but yeah. it was also like i'm i'm forever grateful for bearded bastard oh, because yeah. because it was the outlet that i needed to heal myself and, and what did what did you try to take your own life over was it a bad divorce or break uh, no, no, i was I, well growing up i had depression and anxiety never knew it like yeah. uh i always used to struggle even though i was a very good athlete growing up um and a whole lot of other stuff like i just there was something always off with me there was something yeah. that i just could never figure out i'd walk into a room full of people and i would think like in, in high school everybody in here is bad mouthing me they're all talking about me and in reality none of them gave a fuck probably and, about me and which was, it, it drove you fucking mad huh? it did like it, it kept thinking that every time a woman came into my life at i tried to take my life when i was this would have been 11 years. 2021 wow. is 11 years. So I was, I'm 30, I'll be 34 this year. So I was wow. 22. So like, it was because a girl broke up with me and then oh, yeah. like, and like I called her and her phone picked up in her pocket while she's getting railed by some guy. Like yeah. li Literally I had to hear this girl who I was telling, I love you a day before getting railed yeah. by this dude. And it fucked me. Oh up. Yeah. And that's what I tell people, you know, whenever I went through my divorce, that's when I got at my lowest point and I kept the knife. Like I was drunk one night and I remember I got this gigantic ass Bowie case knife, you know, and I remember I was standing in my bathroom holding it and I thought about killing myself. And whenever I did, it disgusted me. I was like, man, I got family. I got friends. I got kids that need me. I was like, grow the fuck up, grab your balls and get a hold of yourself, man. And it wasn't but a couple weeks after that. I remember how pissed off I got a random dude at work. I heard him having a conversation. And he was talking about how PTSD is just a free fucking check every month. I come unglued. I was I like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I was like, go home and catch your wife having a gangbang with all your best friends right now. I said, it's going to demoralize you and fucking eat at you. And you're going to want to kill yourself. Yeah. I was like, and that ain't a thimble of a fucking hair on a nutsack from what these men and women go through with PTSD that go and serve our country. And you want to sit back and talk shit on them? Like, I legit got mad, man. You should. We work with Mission 22 uh, here in Georgia. Um, shout out to Mr. Ken and Renee and all of y'all. Uh, and Kurt, if you, if I wouldn't have said Kurt, saying he to beat my ass. Um, <laughs> God, I about fucked up bad there. Uh, but no, yeah. like, we, we work with them, and you get to see – you just get to see, like, I don't publicize a lot of it. And I know you probably are the same way about certain sensitive subjects. I Most like this. I, I just like helping. I like I like to keep people's personal life personal yeah. if I help them or not, you know. But but anybody that doesn't believe PTSD is a Dude. real fucking thing. We have took some guys with us to, like, to some events. Um, and halfway through the event, they're like, hey, we got to go. Like, we yeah. appreciate you inviting us. There's too many people here. I'm scared to Damn death. Right. And I'm like, we, we got you. But if you need to go, that's fine. I understand. Hell yeah. But he's like, you can't explain it. I, I, I don't have PTSD for mine. Honestly, dude, my suicide attempt was the best and worst thing that has ever happened to me. I, I got agree. 
I got a whole different understanding of life afterwards. And oh, right. my, my faith in God got stronger. Um, actually, my daughter's name is Grace. Like, I, yeah. her name is Gracie. I named her My Saving Grace. Like, wow. that's like my tattoo right here is My Saving Grace. Nine, oh, to, nine to 10 months after my suicide attempt is when she was born. Like, we didn't even know when I decided, like, I was not going to let my depression and anxiety control my life. Yeah, it, I was got God gave me a gift less than a year later. He's like, hey, look, this is your reason every single day. If you're How having awesome a bad is day. it, though? How awesome is it that by the time she got here, you had already hit bottom. You had already fucking oh, yeah. broke down. So she didn't have to experience that negative side. I of dude, I would have never wanted her to see me like that. I'm telling you, so many people are scared to fail and scared to try. I tell people failing is the best fucking thing you can do. It'll either one show you that you're not as into something as much as you thought you was, or you're even way more into it than you thought you was. You're going to get up, you're going to dust off, you're going to fucking get in there, you're going to work, you're going to grind, and you're going to get that shit. Well, I don't think – I hate the word failure because I think that what should have been replaced with the word failure a long time ago was a learning experience. That's you, true. Yeah, you you just did something wrong. You didn't fail, yeah. but you learned how to do it right afterwards. Yeah. Like you had to. You know the story between uh, was it the four oh nine bottle, the 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 chemical spray that like the cleaning spray. I know what you're talking about. You know why? Know. You know why it's called four oh nine? No idea. Because they messed the recipe up four hundred eight times before they got it the way they wanted it. So See there, they named it four oh nine, and like yeah, they that's fucked up. Cool. Yeah, they fucked up so many times, but when they got it right, they were happy with it. And now it's it's everybody's That's got fucking, fucking four nine. Dope. So I mean, you nobody ever remembers like I put it in perspective for folks. How many times do you have to stop recording a video and start over again? Oh God, I'm pretty good on that aspect as far as the comedy because I actually do have the. I don't know. I'm weird. Like whenever I turn myself on, like I yeah. fucking go. And whenever I'm going through an edit and shit, I'm like, how the fuck did I come up with that? It yeah. like a unnatural fucking candy gift that I got. But this music that I'm dabbling in, like you'll have something sounding so good in your head and you're writing it down and then you'll get in the booth and you'll lay it down and you'll listen to it. And you're like, the fuck is that stupid shit? <laughs> you know? Yeah. See, I'm the, that. that's what I mean though. Like nobody ever gets to see, the rough drafts in our life. All they ever oh. see is the final product. They yes. don't realize how fucked up the rough drafts are. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, my entire life's been built off re-attempts, as you say, you know? Yeah. We've we just been lucky. Like, and that's, there's, there's been a lot of people that haven't been in our shoes. And yeah, especially yours. Your your platform's way bigger than mine. You, you bust way more ass than I do. But, I tell everybody we all have a gut feeling. I listen to that motherfucker about everything. Yeah. Like I was drunk as like, I'm sober now. Well, I'm, I don't drink anymore. I'll get high as fucking Tommy <laughs> Chong. Yeah, boy. But dude, like if I hadn't listened to my, I think I had 400,000 followers all together on all platforms back in 2017 when I quit my job and I'll never regret drinking because drinking gave me the confidence that I didn't have in myself at the time. But uh, I was drunk as fuck one night, and I just moved into this house I'm in now. I've been in it less than a month. 
and uh, just recently got married, had a brand new baby. And uh, congratulations. Was, thank you, brother. I was watching Steve Harvey on my cell phone and he was talking about and I'd been telling my wife, I was like, I feel like I need to do something. And I had a company that uh, was trying to hire me to go full time with them and quit contracting doing the millwright shit. And I was like, no, thank you. And they're like, dude, it's $38 an hour. Where are you going to find this opportunity again? And I was like, if I take that good fucking job, I'm going to give up on my dreams and I'm not going to do anything. And they're like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, man, these videos, I feel something with it. And they're like, nah, you're fucking off. You're making yourself look like an asshole. And that night I was watching Steve Harvey and he said that the reason people never become successful is they never jump. And if you never jump, how in the fuck are you going to fly? And I was like, felt something in me. And I was like, I'm about to quit my fucking job. I called my boss at like one o'clock in the morning. And he was like, hey, what the fuck? Is everything okay? And I was like, how much vacation time do I have left? And he was like, you don't have any vacation time left. You took it all doing this stupid shit you've been doing. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, hey, if I quit, would y'all hire me back if it fails? And he was like, do what? And I was like, I think I want to quit my job. And he was like, what are you going to do? I said, I have no fucking idea. And uh, he was like, yeah. And I quit my job. I told my wife the next morning, she's a fucking trooper. She didn't bitch. She didn't get mad. She told me, she's like, we got a little bit of money in the bank. If you feel it, go with it. I'll be right here. And, dude, I have ate a lot of fucking Roman noodles. And I'm so every damn thing I've ever had. But it feels good that I never had to make that phone call and say, dude, I fucking failed, you know? Hey, look, that one thing that I actually live by, nothing extraordinary ever happened to anybody staying in their comfort zone. Oh, yeah. And nothing extraordinary has ever happened from a normal motherfucker. Yeah. So it's okay to be weird, be different, you know? Go out there and find something you enjoy and excel at that shit, man. That's my problem with a lot of shit right now, like, I'm trying to make up my mind as crazy as it's about to sound. I'm probably fixing to run for mayor in my small ass town. I'm, Dude, I'm, how cool. I'm, I'm like seriously thinking about it because there's a teacher and this family that I absolutely love that I grew up with. And me and them were having a discussion probably about a month ago. And growing up when we're in school, we're taught all the things that we do need to know. There's some shit that I don't think we need to know. But, like, I put all my focus on being an athlete. I am 5'10 on a good day when my fucking back ain't hurting. Like, why come nobody told you, hey, instead of ruining your fucking body, you're probably not going to make it to the NFL, son. Well, well, here's the deal. Like, when I was in middle school, I got a poem published in Young Poets of America. There should have been been somebody right (laughs) then that reached out to me and said, hey, you might be good at this if you put time and effort into it and po- writing poetry turns into writing music. Dude, it's so fucking weird how much we have in common. But the reason I stopped doing it, because when the school announced, hey, Josh Terry's got a young po- my the baseball players, all my friends, gave me shit oh, and yeah. picked on me about it because they're like, oh, that's gay. You know, and made you self-conscious about it. It yeah. did, so, so I didn't work for it. But well, then, I tell people all the time, like, look at Metallica. Do you think that they was the cool fucking kids in no. school? They was in band and shit, probably, and they was getting picked on. And now anybody out there wants to suck their dicks because they stay true to their fucking self, man. That's what I feel like 
there needs to be some type of program in schools that it helps kids realize, especially in the world we live in now, that your talent might not be anything that makes you cool right now in fucking high school or middle school. Yeah. But when you get out, there are my friends that if you look back at them that, that are from Nashville now, they were picked on and belittled or whatever when people said, oh, you want to be a musician? That's stupid. Now yeah. they're making bank and they're living in Nashville and they're oh, having the yeah. time of their fucking life. They're well, happy. I, I've always wrote poems. I uh, absolutely love poems. And I felt weird about that shit as a kid. Like I had yeah. a book that I kept. And uh, when I was about 12 years old, my dad walked in. He's like, what are you doing? I was like drawing. He's like, let me see. And he took my book. And I remember thinking, he's going to think I'm a fucking pussy. He's going to think yeah. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. And he started reading my poems. He was like, hold on. He went to his room and he come back with two notebooks fucking full of poems. Yep. And I was like, you write poems too? He's like, I always have. I think it's really cool that you do. And man, I never, ever dreamed that it would turn into music. And like whenever I first started, when I met you, I was uh, managed by Daphne. She did the Daphne, uh, uh, had the 180 talent group. Her she, she's, been Jeff. At, she's been at the studio. I like that. Dude. They're amazing fucking people. And I remember going to all these concerts and shit and listening to all these country rappers. And like inside my mind, I was like, motherfucker, you can do this. But I was so scared to try because I was like, all right, I'm already doing the comedy thing. If I start doing the music, I'm either going to have to one, make it just funny songs or it ain't going to work. Because if I try to do what I want to, people's going to laugh at me and say I fucking suck. And now I'm just like to the point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm enjoying being me. If it makes millions of dollars, fucking good. If it don't make but 10 people happy and I get to go perform in front of 10 people, I'm fucking cool with that too. I'm doing this for me, man. I'll tell you something very funny that got told to me. Uh, I got a buddy, his name's uh, Nate Kenyon, and he, uh, he used to play for the Lax a lot. Like he's in several of their songs. It's blew up. Yeah. But so I went to the con a concert with him one time. I don't do the country rap. It's just not for me. And, yeah. and the big guy from the lax, he came up to me and like, we're sitting there talking and bullshit. I'm having a beer with him. And um, so he was like, what did you think of the show? And I was like, dude, I'll be honest with you. I, the country rap stuff, it, it's not for me. I just don't get yeah. it. But you just made a shit ton of people out there happy. Oh, and, yeah. And you're, and you're killing it. Like, I'm happy for you. Like, I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. It's just that doesn't fit. For me, and he yeah. told me something. He told me something, and I'll remember it till the day I die. He said, "If I could sing, I'd sing." This is my way of getting my message out into True. the world. And I, cool, I, I have the utmost respect for any musician. Like, it, there's only a few that I just don't, I don't like. But yeah. I've been around them, and they've rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, I'm all about how you treat people. Oh yeah, and I don't care if you're the worst fucking talented person ever. But if you're good to folks and you're nice to me, I'm gonna be nice to you. I'm gonna gas oh, you. Yeah. I'm gonna gas you up as far as telling you, "Hey, go do your thing." Like, yeah. But you know, that's I respect it. And you used to write poetry, so it just makes sense that you would want to. I want to write country music so bad, but yeah. my friends, my friends are like so good at it that yeah. me starting off, I have to start off on a baby level. Hey, we all got to crawl yeah. before we walk, baby. Yeah. That's but dude, a fact, I, brother. I like that. I like that you're doing that now. I like that you keep progressing. I, 
I cannot fucking wait for y'all to hear the shit that, that me and my buddy was in the alcohol started this shit for me too. So I will forever love alcohol, even though I don't drink no more. Yeah. I don't give a, I keep fucking beer here in the studio for all my friends. I got bottles of moonshine. Like I can be around it. It doesn't bother me. And I'll forever love it because it's like, I didn't feel comfortable going into this shit by myself for some reason. I don't know why. And I think it's because me and my buddy, Joe Dyson, we used to get fucking drunk and hammered and we would go to YouTube and just put beats to rap to, and we would freestyle the fuck out of that shit. And then one day I was like, why don't we fucking start recording this shit and actually writing lyrics instead of just getting drunk belligerent. And we've made some really cool fucking shit. We've made some stuff that like hits home. We've made some shit that's funny. It's uh, we've made some shit that'll make you want to fight a motherfucker. <laughs> like I'm proud of this and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. And I'm, I'm proud that my success with comedy has opened some doors. And now I have Joe, he's working with me and for me. And I got Brandon, I got employees and shit now. My wife, she does the OnlyFans shit. She absolutely fucking is killing it. We got, she's got two employees that work for her and help her manage stuff. And it's absolutely fucking insane how far you can go whenever you believe in yourself, no matter if anybody else does or not, man. Yeah, I think there's something special like about folks like you and me that have just decided we're doing this our way. This is our life. Oh, Nobody's yeah. going to tell me how to live my life. Uh, you know, some people we've had girls on here that does the OnlyFans stuff, and yeah. I tell I tell everybody the same thing when it comes to that. If you can make life changing money, you're never ever going to regret it. You're oh, never no. ever going to regret it. Now it's those people that want to do it. It's going to make three hundred dollars in six months. That yeah. you got to remember your assholes out there for the rest of the world to see. That ain't no shit. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, we had a, you know, me and the wife both, we, we love, you know, nudity. We love porn and all this shit. And she first started filming and stuff. We had piles of shit already filmed just for us, me and her. Yeah. And uh, she told me one day, she was like, I've been wondering about that OnlyFans stuff. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't care. Hell yeah, you supported me. I'm going to support you, you know? And fuck, we have had so much fun with it. It gave her more confidence than I could have ever dreamed. And it's weird to me that we live in a time where we've accepted, you know, gay. We've accepted transgender. We've accepted all these things that are norms now. And I'm fucking in love with that. You know, I've always preached be yourself. And, you know, I believe people are who they are. But it's crazy to me that if you got two straight people that enjoy fucking, they're like, oh, my God, burn them at the fucking cross. Yeah. They sell their titties for a dollar, you know? Hey, look, I... I entertainment I, is entertainment. It doesn't matter if you got pants on or not. God yeah. damn it. I mean, it's you go to movies. You know, that's what people don't get like. There's been several movies that I can sit here and say that I watched, and I can't tell you the names of the players, but I remember the sex scenes from it. Like, Damn right. You know, so like the movie 300. 300 was one of the most badass movies ever. But Hell when I yeah. think about it, I think about the bitch getting kicked in the well, and then the – He got smoked that, in that fucking yeah. well. But then I think about him and his wife, and they're railing. And it's oh, just yeah. like, it's like, you know what? That's kind of my favorite scene from that movie. Most like, definitely. You can't. Yeah, but sexuality well, is well. It's either that one scene with titties or the rest of the dudes and panties. The rest of the movie. Exactly. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that scene with you, brother. Me too. 
Uh, Hell yeah. I mean, the number one selling tool ever since the beginning of time has been sex. I don't care. Most definitely. You can't knock guys like me and you. That, hey, people's that been fucking since the beginning yeah. of time. By God. Well, when, you, when you got fucking massive companies like Hardee's, who mm -hmm. a couple of years ago had the girl in the bathing suit that was a smoking, and she's eating oh, yeah. a fucking cheeseburger. What did that hot, almost they naked stupid. bitch have? No, they, they knew what they were stupid. doing. Oh, yeah. So if it's okay for them, why isn't it okay for folks like us? Oh, most definitely. And, dude, I love that, you know, I love reading the comments on that shit whenever I help promote her. Like, it's amazing the amount of positivity that you do get. But then you get them people on there that hadn't got no pussy in six years. Oh, you can tell them just, motherfuckers when they come out. Oh, the dude, it, it drives them. They're like, oh, my God, you should respect your wife. I'm like, motherfucker, we're living in 2021, not 1962. People fuck. We enjoy it. My wife gets more pussy than you do. Get the fuck over it, you know? Yeah, I mean, but to each their own. Like, Yeah. I, if it makes you and your old lady happy, who gives a fuck? Exactly. And that's yeah. an ever aspect, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's it, a, anybody with anything, you know? Find something you enjoy, capitalize on it, live a, the life that you want to live, man. I mean, you can't help it. When those endorphins in your brain are going off and it's saying you're happy, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter what you might, from y'all doing that, might be the same pleasures I get from going to play golf. Or Very somebody, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't define somebody else's happiness. Very true. And I think more people need to just do something. Like you said, play yeah. golf. Like so many people get caught up in waking up, going to work, coming home, and that's it. Yeah, like I mean, do something. I'm 31 years old. I started skateboarding with my kids. I weigh 313 pounds. I'm down to like 272 pounds now. I fucking bought a BMX bike the other day. I get out there and play with my boys. We've been fucking doing shit that I'm not comfortable doing. Yeah. But it's so fun, man. And I love getting good at shit. I love forcing myself to learn new things no matter what it is, you know. I've learned the Rubik's Cube one time just because I wanted to. Like, I, Fuck that shit. I'll, I would lose my mind trying to put I, – I am not touching a Rubik's Cube. Oh, you could do it, brother. I will obsess over things individually. And, like, then I, I got it, though. Like, I, the Rubik's Cube. Like, for a month, that's all I wanted to do. Now I can pick it up anytime and don't even think about it. It's there. You know, I can do a fucking kickflip on a skateboard. That took me a damn year to do. Now I can just fucking do a kickflip on a skateboard. And I love just doing that weird, random shit. That's what my entire life's been about. And you can look at my tattoo schemes. I'm a very random person. I'm very open. Like, I'm accepting of anybody and anything. And I was like that in school. Like, I never understood the groups, you know. Like, you would have the, the emo kids over here. You'd have football players over here. You'd have the people that thought it was cool to dip snuff over there. I hung out with all them motherfuckers. Like, I legit did. I never allowed myself to be put in one particular group. And I, I got along with everybody in school, man. I really did. The few people that, you know, wanted to be assholes. Luckily, I was big enough that I got to take up for myself. And the only fights that I ever actually got in wasn't really over me. It was for taking up for other people. Like, Same. I never fought anybody to fight somebody. But if I seen somebody being a bully, I would smoke their fucking ass, dude. Right. And I'm still that way today. Let me tell you what happened Friday night. And I don't care if you hear this show tonight or this show right now, dickhead. 
So I got a bu- <laughs> I got a buddy. I got a buddy who used to be 330 to 360. He's a very big dude. Now he That's he's lost he, he's lost a whole lot. He's like 180 now. But wow. he me and him started losing weight at the same time. I quit for for a while because I just couldn't. I, I was getting too wrapped up in it, and I think it was taken away from too much. So now yeah. I just try to maintain a healthy a healthy weight. Most um, definitely. But so the last time we were over at this house, me and my buddy and some more folks, we get back in the truck and we start to leave. And this guy tells me, he opens up and he's like, that guy over there, he used to pick on me when I was in school. And he used to give me like such a hard time to the point where like the dude got emotional in my truck. Well, wow. I, to- I told As him. As a grown was, man. Yeah. I, we're same age. So, <laughs> wow. And I was like, dude, that's fucked up. He used to do that shit to me too. Like wow. he used he used to do it to me too. So uh my dad just like broke his neck uh July the 20th uh on his on his wow. 60 on his 60th birthday last month. Wow. He broke it. Yeah, he's 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 getting by. I mean he's doing better. Damn. Um, but what happened was I just been really stressed out, like cause uh I'm having to pay I can't his, even imagine. Yeah, I'm having to pay his bills and mine. He didn't have insurance. He's been doing manual labor since he was 16. Like it's just between raising money for him and everything. Like I've just been yeah. stressed the fuck out. So I, I decided, I decided on Friday, I was like, you know what? I'm fixing to get ripped, roaring, fucking drunk. And I had a DD. And I was like, and, you know what? I want to ride dirt roads. It's my favorite thing in the world. Well, then I get invited to this party. Well, that guy's over there. And, and, and you're already emotional. I'm already, I'm already emotional. And wow. like I tell this dude, like straight up, I'm like, look, I just need you to apologize. I that's all I need you to do. I need you to say that you were sorry to me. Well, really, my buddy. Like I was trying not to let it on too much about me. But I was like, I need you to apologize to him. And he's like, I'm not gonna do it. I was like, he's like, oh. I'm not he's like, I'm not gonna apologize for something I don't remember. And I was telling him, I was like, What's fucked up most you about know all he this? Remembers that shit. Yeah, I was like, "What's fucked up mostly about this is one, you either remember and you don't want to admit it, or two, it was so insignificant to you that you don't remember, but you left that everlasting scar on people, like exactly. you fucked them up." So then I then I got maybe drank a little bit more, and my, luckily I was around some really good friends that wouldn't let me get a hold of him. Um, but I told him because I was, dude, I was putting, pu- pushing every, you know, when you really fucking get to that point, you're trying to push buttons. I yeah. looked at him and I said, dude, I will fuck you up. Then I will go inside and fuck your wife. Like, God dang it. Yes. I said, I will right now. Well, they're all, they're, they're all their own type of way. I think they all like, yeah. may have some swinging in them. <clears throat> and that, yeah. that, that just ain't my scene, but I taste yeah. it all like, but I made it very clear. And then I end up slapping her on the ass later on as I walk past oh. her just to prove a point, but he didn't want to. And I and I told like I made the point that night, and I want to make the point over and over and over again to people: you have to teach your children not to fucking bully and not to be ugly to oh, kids. Yeah. Because like I shouldn't have acted that way the other night. That was wrong with me. That was me being the bully. I do feel bad about it, but at the same time, it's like we've got to have people to stand up against fucking shit like that and remind them like this isn't the way. You really have fucked up a good person. To where my buddy didn't even want to come over there the other From night because shit that happened in school fucking twenty years ago. Wow, that's and, insane, man. We don't realize what we do affects people positively and negatively in life yeah. forever. You know, that's why you just got to be 
you got to be nice to people. And you said something while ago, and it just it's resonated with me. It's one of the things that has just taught me really how to be open and love folks and just be nice is there's I have a very big uh, alphabet community following. There's a lot yeah. of the a lot of the gays, a lot of the transformers. They love me because I'll talk shit to them, but like in a choking way, like we'll play back yeah. and forth. And uh, you know what? They they've got something right for the ones who aren't just assholes, but there's asshole straighties out there too. Yeah. But like oh most definitely they just have fun and love. Oh they, yeah. They are just fucking peaceful. Now, like I said, oh, yeah. there, there's some that are there's some that are out there, but there's a lot of people that are out there and a lot of things. Well, I got friends that's gay, and like I'm so proud of them that they can they don't have to fucking hide and be scared anymore, you yeah. know. They can just go out there and fucking be gay. I was like, hell yeah, that's cool as shit, you know? Yeah. See, like I live in South Georgia. That I get shit. dick I, I get dick pictures and shit sent good, to me all the good I'm God, like, I'm hey, glad. I don't get no was more. If I was gay, I'd be the happiest motherfucker. Yeah. I could fuck more dudes. But like whenever people send me this shit, I don't get mad. I'm as fact like, hey, nice cop, brother. But I don't go that way. <laughs> and they love it. They're like, oh, yeah. that's the coolest response. And I'm like, hey, you got a nice dick, you know? But that just shows but, how comfortable like in our sexuality that we yeah. are. Because there's some people, and you know them, because I know them, that if you send them a dick pic, they're going to roast you oh, and try to make you God. look like it. Why? Yeah. The dude was the dude was shooting a shot. I mean, like whenever, whenever I tell people, be yourself, fucking catfish coolie loves you. If nobody else does, I fucking mean that shit, yeah, man. Dude. I, just, I really do. That's what makes you special, though. That's what makes you different than some other people is the fact that you're about teaching. You know, uh, one thing with religion in me is I don't care what religion you are. There is one common denominator across every single different religion, and that is love your neighbor. That is love oh, everybody, and and every and every one of the religions is we're not the judge. Yeah, I don't know if all of them say that, but a lot of them do. <laughs> yeah, I mean a bunch of them do. Like I don't I don't know See, some of them now, but oh, a yeah. bunch of them do. See, that's whenever I got divorced and I had all that time and you know in my head, like I read the Bible, I read the English version of the Grand, I started reading the. Scientology stuff, and I realize meth has been around for a very long fucking very time. Very long time. You know, but I'm kind of <laughs> like you. Like, believe in what you want to believe in. Like, I don't know which book is right. I know that there's a greater power. Like, I feel that. I feel like something helps me keep from just totally fucking up my life. And I know that as long as I don't quit trying, I'm going to make it and shit's going to be okay. And I feel like something's there rooting for me, man. I really do. Yeah. You know? It don't, it don't matter what you believe. Like I believe Jesus Christ, my Lord and savior. And that's me. But yes. if you, but if you don't, yeah, I, you know, that's not my place. No, you know, that, that's not my place. I want you to be happy. Whatever makes you happy. Like oh, definitely one thing that's taboo here is like steel. 2021, because you got ignorant-ass folks. I like black women. I like black women. I like white women. Well, I, don't. I, I just like all them <laughs> women. Right. Yeah, so, if you say you don't, you're a liar. Yeah, so, like, if you see me out at the bar or something, and I'm at fucking Crazy Bull at Country Bar, because I love country music, I love rap music, and I got a pretty-ass black girl with me, like, you still get people are like, what the fuck is going on? You know what? This person is very attractive. She's probably going to make me very happy later. Oh, hell and, and, yeah. And you know what? Like, Fuck you if you if you're still weird about it. 
Why can't people just leave everybody alone and just let them be happy? That's because people do not think with their own conscious decisions. They go off reactions. There's a fucking program from their grandparents to their parents to them. And it's not that anybody's stupid. It's that people's uneducated about so many fucking aspects of life. Still to this day, here in Texas, if you see a salamander run across the ground, somebody's going to say, don't touch that motherfucker. My papa said it was poisonous and it'd kill you. <laughs> I'm like, you stupid fuck, you know? Google something. Damn it, you know? Yeah. You um, you used to do, like, the, the mud bog tours and everything and all oh, that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. See, like, I made a comment on country radio last year or yeah, the year before. And I got asked not to do them no more. Like really? Yeah. Like with me, with the people that were like paying me to go to them or whatever, I don't support and I don't condemn the Confederate flag. I don't like it's to each their own. It don't mean anything to me, but like my yeah. dad even has a Confederate flag tattoo. So I had to have the talk with him when he heard me say it and was like, why? And I was like, look, I know to generations before that's African-American what it meant to them. So but it offends people now. It really does. Yeah, it does. I know exactly so, where you're going with it. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it don't mean shit to me. Like, no, no offense to anybody. If it means something special to you, that's fine. But I don't want to be seen as a bigot. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I want to see both sides of a conversation. Uh, I mean, you know, we're from the South. But uh, the fact of the matter is, I don't understand how people symbolize shit. Like, the cross has always been a confusing thing to me. Like, you yeah. wear the cross. That's what they killed Jesus with. If they'd have killed him with a fucking hammer, would people be wearing hammers around their neck? You know, the, the, the flag. Well, the symbol is, of the cross isn't where he got hung on. It's because he carried his cross there. That, that, see? Yeah. But yeah. Like, that makes a little more sense now. But I think people symbolize – like – why bitch about a thing when you could go do something? Yeah. Just fucking just do shit. Quit living 10,000 goddamn years ago about anything. Just yeah. fucking do what you want to do. If you like a flag, fucking have the yeah. flag. It don't make me a fuck one way or another. But just because I'm from the South, people assume that I should be running around waving the motherfucker. I think it's extremely, and it, I think it's extremely bad for business. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think one. I think one person has made it work for them, and that's up church. And I don't know him. I've never got the pleasure of meeting him. So I got to meet him not long ago. Super really? fucking cool dude. Yes. That's what every single person I have heard has said. What a genuinely nice guy he, he was had. Cool as a fucking cucumber, man. But if you look, you look, and I, I applaud him for standing up for his beliefs. I, yeah. I would do if you were to come at me or anybody was to come at me about something to do with the cross or my religious beliefs. I would stand up. Same way that he's yeah. done, but that's because you truly believe in it, yeah. you truly love it, and that's that, cool. So, and I figured I think you'd be the same way. But the thing is, it's like you got to be business savvy. I'm such a, I'm such a non-confrontational person. Yeah, I don't want to do anything that's knowingly going to offend or upset anybody. You see, like if you, I'll go and tell you this. This is what's crazy. You probably got a big bump from being on Tosh. You probably got like a, a, a last not little. as not as big as I'd have wanted at the time, but progressively over time, yeah. it helped a lot. Well, if you would have had a, any symbol that meant hate at whatsoever to another in 2021, they go back it'll fucking ruin my career. Yeah, exactly. You know what sure. I do though? Every time we get a new sponsor on the show, 
because I'm not, I'm not worried about it because cancel culture really can't fuck with podcasts. It falls under freedom of speech. You downloading this, you're giving me permission to ear fuck you. I can yeah. say whatever I want to. You know that you're coming in here oh, to yeah. listen to me. You know what you're getting. So and what, people, hard- what people tickle me about that, like you constantly see them on Facebook bitching, this is freedom of speech and I'm getting banned for 30 days. It's not fucking freedom of speech. Mm-mm. It's a social media website that was created by an individual with a set of fucking rules. And if you don't go by them rules, just like anything else, you're going to fucking get in trouble. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But with, with all of that, I tell my sponsors right off the right off the bat that if you go back and you look at my social media from when it started, there's liable to be some shit on there you don't like. But oh, I, yeah. But I believe in growth. I believe that there was a lot of things that I posted that was probably wrong that I grew from it, and it made me less ignorant on subjects. But if Not you don't, you was ever, yeah, you was just yeah. ignorant to the fact. Yeah, you know? exactly. And people don't. I people agree don't with believe. that. A thousand, I agree with that a thousand percent, man. I grew so much. And well, man, I'm, I mean, think about it. Me and you have been blessed enough to where we have got to experience different sides of things to where our regular friends will never, ever get to see or hear. Do you know how many people never leave the state they live in? A lot. Like, the first time I ever went to Canada, like, I was fucking mind blown. Like, I live in Texas. I'm from Louisiana. If I tell my friends, like, hey, I got to go to New York, they're like, oh, you're going up there with them Yankees. I'm like, have y'all ever partied with them motherfuckers? They get down like New York. Them motherfuckers out there slinging mud, drinking. You go to Canada. They had rebel flags and shit on top of a fucking tour bus with stripper poles. We're all the fucking same. People yeah. is people is people, man. I just I did a show last week with a woman who was in the Olympics for softball two weeks ago in Tokyo, and they won the bronze medal for Canada. What? Yeah, like, so me and Danielle, she was on, like, Good Morning America. I just got really lucky and got her on the show. Bad and and she, she's a badass. But, like, she was telling me the same thing. I, and she invited me up to Canada. She's like, yeah. trust me, you will have a blast up That's here. fucking awesome. I love yeah. Canada. The only, the only place that I would rather live than Georgia, though, and I got to give it up to you sons of bitches in Texas. I went, to, I went to Texas in March on a road trip for work, and I almost didn't leave. I almost I did Texas, not leave. Man. I do. I love te- uh, Texas. I don't know why, but I, I fucking am infatuated with anywhere in Tennessee. I love Tennessee, but it's too fucking cold there in the wintertime. But Texas, is it feels like home, man. Like ever since I, you know, lost all my shit in Louisiana, like I, I didn't plan on living right here where I'm at. But I met so many good people and I kind of created myself over and I just feel like this is where the roots of me is at. Like, whenever I leave, I genuinely fucking miss this place. No matter how much fun I'm having, like, I want to go home, like, well, to reset. I, I think the thing with Texas is it's the most genuine-ass, nice people, like, manners, everything. And that shit just really For makes the most a part, yeah. yeah. For the just, most part, yes. When, when we went to the stockyards, it was my first time going to Dallas-Fort Worth to the stockyards and everything. Dallas and, is huge, ain't it? Yes, dude. Oh, my God. This Texas is fucking huge. Oh, like, yeah. It, it's ridiculous. And, uh, man, it's just the quality of people. I heard Joe Rogan talking about once he moved to Austin. And I was like, okay, I've never been to Texas. I'm setting up this road trip to go to Houston, then to Dallas. 
So yeah, what he what he say? He said, "I want y'all to teach me how to vote because I don't want to fuck this up." Yeah, <laughs> he's no like, shit. It's yeah, just, but you learn like you just it, like in Georgia. Georgia used to be the same way. Now there's some weird shit that's here. And I've always had good experiences in Georgia too. Now. Yeah, well, it's good. It's good in certain places, but we have to tell people if you're coming in Georgia, just realize that Atlanta ought to be its own fucking state. The rest oh, God, of damn. Atlanta's its own state. We don't even count Atlanta no more. And I wish it, I wish that there was a helicopter ferry, like you could drive to Atlanta and get in it and fly you the fuck over and put you on the other side. Traffic is fucking horrible there. To go to Nashville from where I live, and I go like every two months, it for about a week. I leave here. I had to go through Atlanta, which is horrible. Then you got to go through fucking Chattanooga. It's almost just as bad. I just stayed there the other night. I understand what you're talking about 100%. It's about a five-hour trip how it should be. And if Mm -hmm. I don't leave like at 2 o'clock in the morning to beat traffic, turns into like an eight-hour trip every fucking Oh, yeah, most definitely. The reason I stayed in Chattanooga instead of driving straight through to Manchester, Kentucky, was because I done drove about 13 hours and the traffic was so bad. I was like, I ain't even fighting this shit. I'm getting a room. I'm leaving early in the morning before everybody else does. And that's exactly what I did. I drive in the middle of the night. That that's always I, I drive, me. I drive I, a lot at night too. I can't I can't do it. You uh you're yeah. not a flyer? Fuck flying. See, I'm like, scared shitless of it. I I'm, I love, I'm scared. I love the the actual flying, like the getting on the plane, the convenience of traveling really fast, really quick. But the shit you have to fucking do to fly now is so fucking aggravating. So many people takes forever. I've had the worst luck. I was flying home from uh, Nashville one time. The first show my dad ever come with me. We left Nashville. We flew to Mississippi for some fucking reason, and we got on a layover for 22 fucking hours. We stayed Ugh. in the airport. I could have rode a bicycle from Mississippi to Texas then damn near the same amount of time it took us to get home, and that's happened to me several fucking times. Yeah, the I, only, to me, there's the only nice having your truck there and just being able to go when you want to. Oh, yeah. I have got where I'll drive to any fucking word, and, like, I can impressively fucking travel, like, 17, 18 hour trip. I'll knock that bitch out in a day, go to sleep, wake up, and go do two shows the next day, and then fucking turn around, come home the next day. I'll be gone three days and drive Man, that motherfucker. I'm finna have you in Georgia so goddamn quick, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I drive through there all the time, brother. Shit. Um there's so much shit I want to ask you about. I think uh, I think we'll wrap this up in a few minutes, but we're gonna have to know, do another I, one. I, I'll give something. Up. I'll give some people something funny that they can relate to. I'm a comedian, so they're looking for that. Flying with my wife, Miss Monika Cooley. Let me fucking tell y'all about this dingy bitch, okay? Yeah. It was the 9/11 this year. Like stressful fucking date to be going to the airport in the first place. You got COVID fucking wrapped up. Everybody's scared to death of that shit. We go through TSA. Everything goes good. We go to get onto the airplane. And as we're handing the lady at the kiosk her ticket to go through, she tells me that I have a vent on the front of my mask and I have to put the little blue mask on. My wife doesn't understand. She's a little more confrontational than me. She's like, why in the fuck? I paid $12 for that mask. He's wearing that mask. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. The lady said to put this one on. 
Let's go. Thank you, ma'am, for saving my life. Whatever you need to hear, I'm going to go have a fucking good day. Give me the mask. My wife's like, what the fuck? She's acting like we're fucking terrorists or something. I'm like, Manika, you can't say the fucking word terrorist on 9-11, you dingy bitch, you know? Well, then the lady asked her, she goes, you don't have any batteries in your purse or anything. Well, my wife does only fans. We got a whole bag full of dildos, brother. My wife's, my, <laughs> wife's, my wife sits on the floor in front of men, women, children, God, and everybody and starts taking these batteries out of her dildos. I'm like, oh, my fuck. I was, you don't embarrass me. And I was fucking embarrassed. We get on an airplane. We land. The next night, I'm getting ready for the show. And uh, I had like a scraggle on the back of my pants leg. And she goes, here, let me cut that off for you. She reaches in her purse and she pulls out a pocket knife about that fucking long. I'm like, did you have that knife on the airplane in your purse? And she was like, yeah, I got a lot of them. She had seven fucking knives in her purse and her carry-on on 9-11 after she had slung dildo batteries everywhere and told the woman we wasn't terrorists. That is why I do not fly no more. No, I'm you not, probably can't. You're probably on the fly list now. Dude, I'm, I'm not <laughs> traveling with my wife in an airplane no more. I will fucking ride a tandem bicycle to fucking Egypt before I fly with her anywhere again. God damn, dude! I have to like I have to learn to fly. I've never ever flew because I'm scared of it. But going by yourself is fucking easy breezy. But when you're going with wives and dogs and shit, hopping a truck and drive, brother. That's what, dude. There's, but I also like road trips. I like to be able to stop at cool fucking places. Uh, there was a couple of cool ass places when we got to Texas that we stopped at just for the hell of it. I mean, just the just the chill. Uh, Hell yeah. But man, if you've never flew, eat your handful of edibles and have a good fucking time. Dude. You will be scared to death. You'll wonder why we're born. Does life even matter? And by the time you land, you'll just fucking be happy to be alive and it'll all be good again. You know what? I just got the show that me and you's gonna do in live in person when I could talk you into coming to Georgia. I have never took an edible. I've never what? took I, all right. So yeah. I, I got in a lot of trouble for stealing shit when I was like. 18 to 21 right i was yeah. just a, i was a bad person so i know what it's like to be in a detention center for like 60 days one time 90 days the other yeah and i am such a stickler for not doing yes. anything that makes my fat ass go to jail now yeah. but the difference is is like if somebody's got like a thc pen or they bring it to the studio or something or they got a bowl or something yeah i'll fucking hit that shit but i'm yeah, not as long as this as long as you're not carrying the shit around with exactly. you. Exactly. Like, you get in fucking trouble for it. I ain't getting in trouble for it. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, but here in Texas, they made the Delta 8 legal. We got it here now. When it first come out, I was like, man, that shit ain't going to. And I'm the same way. Like, if I'm in a state that has weed, I'm going to buy that weed there. And I'm going to smoke the fuck out yep. of it. But here, dude, that Delta 8 shit will rock your fucking world. And it's 100% legal. And they got my, some edibles that are cross your fucking nuts together, son. My buddy, fucking Lee Tucker, when I was telling you about the musician the other day, I got to introduce you to. Because you two would fucking, y'all, I'm telling you, you'd be best friends. I just, I just, I just know yeah. it. He, he's trying to quit drinking or drinking as much. So he went and bought the Delta 8 stuff. And yeah. then we're sitting here at the studio. I'm playing golf on the big screen. And we're just hanging out at the studio, just, just chilling and shit. And we both hit it. And he he didn't he's never really done anything like that before. Oh yeah, he was and, rocked. And that bitch was giggling <laughs> his fat ass <laughs> off. Twenty minutes, he just started looking at me, 
and giggling. And he was just like, oh, I'm fucked or not. <laughs> Dude, I love it. Back when I was drinking, I was so emotional. And yeah. anything that happened was kind of like you with the guy. Like, oh, we got to fight. I got to do something. Yeah. I got to prove I'm a man. Now that I fucking smoked the Delta 8 and shit, and I'm high. Like, somebody could run into my truck in the driveway. And I'd be like, well, give me an insurance card, brother. I'm sure we'll fucking work this out. So, like, I don't, I don't think just fucking emotionally i think more rational and it has truly it's helped me so fucking much i i look at it as a medicine i really do and it has increased the well-being of my life tenfold because it is it really is man the, the thing with thc for the longest time the government knew a very long time ago very very long time ago that if you made marijuana legal that it would kill the pharmaceutical companies most they, definitely. It would it will kill the pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. And now it's oh, it done, fuck it up, yeah. Now it's done got to the point that you can't hide it anymore. You yeah. you cannot hide from all the studies and everything how good it is for you mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. It, when they say God made it, he made it for a reason. Hey, that, that, I is, believe it. that is homegrown ass medicine. And now, the other day, I, I think I smoked too much. I stared at myself into the mirror long enough that I convinced myself that we're the aliens and time machines is the UFOs and all that shit. But it, other than that, I loved it. <laughs> I was scared to death. What, what, do you, what do you feel about aliens? Because it's one of my favorite subjects. Hey, I swear to you on everything as far as my knowledge. About four fucking months ago, I was laying in the uh, studio. I was watching TV with my wife. And I don't know, it was 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. And my neighbor come beating on my door, scared the fucking shit out of me. And he was like, there's a fucking UFO over your house. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. He was like, I swear on fucking everything. I went outside, my buddy Joe Oliver and my other neighbor, uh, Tina and Toby, was standing in the yard. I walked over their yard. There was this big circular fucking thing. It had three or four lights on it. Like, it was huge, like the size of a fucking football field huge. And about the time he got his phone, he went to take a video. It didn't go up. It didn't go down. It didn't go left. It didn't go right. It just disappeared. Damn. I ain't going to lie. I had smoked a little bit that day, but I had not smoked <laughs> that, was that my question. much. That was my hey, next question. Dude, like, I asked my neighbors all the time. I was like, what the fuck does people think when y'all tell them? And they're like, we ain't told anybody. I'm like, do you believe you've seen it? And they're like, we know what we've seen. And I got on Facebook. Uh, uh, we got a little talk group, uh, like, meanwhile, in Vider, Texas. And, uh, like, I went to it, and I went to post. What the fuck was that? And whenever I did, it was like 10 or 15 people had done posted. They're like, what the fuck's the circle thing with the lights on it above Vider, Texas? And I was like, motherfucker. And then I Googled it, and this shit's been started seeing everywhere. Like, this ain't a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like, it's starting to happen very fucking currently. And I don't know, man. I'm going to tell you something I've I've never told on the show before. I have never, ever put this out there before. When I was a kid, I remember, and I cannot explain, I was probably about 10 years old, 10, 11 years old, I, no drugs involved, nothing like that. I was in my yard at night, and I will forever remember it looked like a rainbow. It looked like a rainbow came into the ground and went back what? up. Like it, I would to the day I die, I, I have no explanation of. We lived out in the country, fucking in the shitty little house. Like, how did it, you? How did you feel? I was confused. I just remember being confused. 
I felt calm as fuck. I don't know why. That's what I told them when it left. Like, they was freaking out. And I was like, why are y'all freaking out? And they're like, we don't know what the fuck that was. And I don't know why, but it made me feel so calm and at fucking peace. I don't know why, but I had that feeling. And when I think about it, I just feel like everything's okay. Like, I don't know why. But when I picture it, it just calms me down. It was the strangest shit that ever happened. Well, it's us knowing that we're not alone. I guess, baby. I don't know. Well, like, here's another thing with it. The government in the past year has literally came out with all this stuff. They're easing our way into it. Yeah. Because it, it, I was listening to this, I can't remember who the hell it was, and they made perfect sense when they said it. But if they were to just flat out say that we're not alone, the fucking world will lose their mind. No, when, yeah. when a few kids ate Tide Pods, the internet lost yeah. its fucking mind. What do you think they'd tell them if the government come out and said aliens are fucking real? It'd yeah. be people freaking fucking balls, son. But there's no fucking way a logical person can sit here and say the universe is this fucking big and we're the only we're the life only in one. it i agree I, Dude, I i never thought about it too much until that moment happened and now i've been super into studying and watching shit and i don't know i don't know what the fuck i seen but i know that it was it was weird and it made me feel calm that's all i know I tell you what, so and I me. hope I get to see it again. I really fucking do. I, I promise you. Well, they're probably going to be our fucking neighbors. Probably. They probably. You know what? Because uh, of the Biden administration, they're probably the reason they're like letting us know about them now, so they can vote. God damn it, son! They went from illegal aliens to interterrestrial aliens, but we're going to get them voting rights. That's us. Damn we're gonna, it, son! But no, like, there's too many things that have happened that are so unexplainable what got it for me was probably about a year or two ago and i knew i had saw what i saw when i was a kid but still you don't know what the fuck that is i started reading all these occurrences like from other countries especially around like nuclear bases like the stuff that has happened around some nuclear sites yeah is very very weird and it seems like that if you believe in aliens it's either one that it wouldn't be a fair fight you know what I'm saying? Like, it would be like a human squashing an ant. I don't ever mm-hmm. think that it's them coming after us because they're threatened by us. I yeah. think I think it's probably... They're interested or something. They're interested or it's us in 500,000 years when we develop time travel and we're like, hey, stop this fucking shit. Like, hey, let's let's cut out the nuclear I'm, shit. Like, I actually believe that that new movie come out, War of the Worlds or whatever. Like, I could... I, I can see that being feasible in some type of way, you know, yeah. like for sure. Like I really do like, Hey, let's go check on them. Tell them they better stop this shit before we fuck it up again. You know? Yeah. No fucking shit. I mean, it like, makes like in my mind, I thought that we had come to this planet. I was like, look at it. Look at this fucking house. Look at the driveway. Look at the roads. Like we can't breathe pollen without getting fucking sick. And it's natural here. And I was like, the only plant that, is a plant that's illegal is weed so that's the only plant that we brought from our home planet that we fucking destroyed and we brought it to earth and the government don't want to smoke in it because it's going to open up too much of our fucking minds we're going to figure this shit out again and then we're going to know that we're aliens and i was like what the fuck it's all making sense <laughs> i've never thought about it like that that is a fucking stupid good point 
dude, that, like, that is. I did. Like, I was like, what the fuck? That's why they don't want to smoke in this shit. We're getting too smart, you know? Well, well that and think about it like DMT and ayahuasca and all yeah. these things that make you peel back what you know and see like something else. There's yeah. a reason why all that shit's illegal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's got it. They don't want you to know. They don't want makes you motherfuckers to question too much shit, you know. See, I got a buddy. He comes to the studio all the time, and I let him get on every once in a while. Get on the mic when we're. I do a lot of like I call them our shit talk shows to where it's just oh, a room, yeah. a room full of people. We're drinking, some people smoking. They're doing whatever they want to, and we're just talking about life and bullshit. Like that's that's all it is. This oh, guy, yeah. this guy believes in like the reptilians. He believes in every single <sighs> conspiracy theory. I've is. met so many people like that. The other day, I was trying to work out at the gym, and this guy, he just went on about, you know, the, the way you've brought up politics with me, that's that's feasible. You know, you're saying something, I'm listening. But he was just, like, jobbing this shit down my throat about all these conspiracies, about these fucking owl people and the reptiles and all this stuff. And he looks at me, and he was like, do you know what I'm talking about? I was like, oh, yeah, man, I believe you. I said, apparently Abraham Lincoln killed fucking vampires and shit for years. I never even knew it till I watched a documentary about it the other day. And he was like, you don't give a fuck what I'm talking about, do you? I said, do you know how much porn and cartoons I got to go watch to get this shit out of my head that you just pushed into my fucking ear holes? I was like, shut up, dude. Yeah, like, I can't. I don't. I don't. It's just like so he was sick. passionate. He was passionately pissed off about this shit that he is. He's fucked his mind, man. I think the ones that are that way are the ones that are most easily manipulated. And they think that they're the hardest to manipulate. They're the oh, ones yeah. that just got brainwashed by the stupidest fucking shit possible. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> and they believe it to the point where it ruins their life because that's all they can think about it. I don't give nothing my time if I can't like if, I'm very cool with not controlling situations. Like I learned that a long time ago. You can't control everything and it's okay to not control everything. And I don't give that shit 10 minutes of my day, man. Like I refuse to fucking worry about something that I cannot fucking change. Jamie Foxx said it best. Whenever it comes to voting and stuff, fucking vote locally, think globally, try to treat people like they're fucking human beings, you know, and be as considerate as you can. Help somebody if their tire's fucked up on the side of the road. Roll the fuck on, man. See, that's why you're a good person, and that's how we end the show. That well, is a hell great, yeah. That is well, a great cliff note to end the fucking show on. Well, thank you, my brother. I've enjoyed the fuck being on here. I hope you nothing but success. And uh, I'm going to hold you up to that edibles thing. And I know hey. Mr. Ginger Billy, he likes edibles too. So we will come to Georgia in September. I'll talk to him. We'll try to make this happen. Do you and, know how fucking funny oh. that show would be? Oh, Me, dude. you, and him. On edible. Well, you know what? It'd probably be funny if y'all laughing at my ass being oh, glued to my dude. goddamn chair. The other day, Tommy Chong had shared that lighter video of mine, and he put stoner wisdom. And I guess somebody told him who I was. Well, I opened my Instagram, and I seen that Tommy Chong had messaged me. I was like, fucking no way. And he oh, messaged. He's like, hey, man. He was like, sorry, didn't know your name. He was like, now I know who you are. You got some great stuff. Never stop being you. And I was like, this is the best fucking day of my life, you know? 
You want to hear how things line up so good? I just remembered something. Billy is in Savannah, Georgia, September the 4th. He's doing a show. That is about an hour and 40 away from my studio. I just just message me and remind me the dates. I haven't done any tour dates for next year. We're about to start getting working on that. I'm going to be doing the comedy, be doing the music, and I will fit you in, brother. Hey, man, you're the shit, dude. You are. Hey, hey, you are what I wish everybody would be on social media. Well, you as well, man. You're you're open-minded. You're very easy to talk to. You're a good-looking motherfucker. God damn, it's like looking in a mirror. We just I'm got, telling you. Woo, except, you know, you're funnier. I got a better beard. But it evens nah. out. It evens out. It evens yeah. the fuck out, my guy. But I'm, does, not, I'm not eating no goddamn hot shit. I'll tell you that, though. Dude, yesterday, my buddy brought me these peppers and this hot sauce and stuff. And it was like, here, my buddy, give me this gift to you. And I was like, dude, it's been so fucking long. Like, I'm terrified. I did that shit when I was drunk as fuck. <laughs> I bet that if you if I had to guess, there's anything you wish you would have never started or doing. It's probably the hot shit, right, dude? I don't know how I've never got stomach ulcers and shit. Everybody, though, the number one question is, how does it feel when you go to the bathroom? You know, and thinking the number two, that ain't shit. When you piss about three hours later after eating that hot fucking shit, I have literally teared up before. Like people don't understand how fucking hot that shit really is, man. And my body got to a point where I fucked my gag reflexes. I can't puke. Like, if I ate rat poison and needed to vomit, like, my body won't let me no more. They're like, fuck it. We've tried to tell him all these years to quit doing this shit. Go on, let him die. Yeah. But the last time I drank all that hot sauce together, I wound up laying on my stomach in the yard, and I run a water hose down my throat, and I was trying to wash it back out because it was hurting so bad. And my buddy was watching me, and I got this snot coming out. And I fucking tear it up. And I'm trying to breathe. And I look at them, and they're like, dude, are you okay? And the first thing I said is I said, I bet y'all think I could suck dick good, huh? And they're like, what the fuck? I was like, I can't even gag anymore. I've ruined my esophagus, you know? Hey, I'll tell you, I don't feel bad for you piss burning. I'm a single man in South Georgia. My piss always burns. Amen to that. Get you some penicillin. You'll be all right, brother. Hey, if I go to the health clinic one more time, I get a free visit on my whole punch card. Hey, that's what I'm talking about, by God. (laughs) All right, big fella. Well, I will reach out to you in the next little bit, but thank you. And thank you, every one of y'all, for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We will catch y'all next time.